0: Hello everyone. Thank you so much for joining me on the Behold podcast. I just wanted to give you a quick little note that this episode was originally only made as a YouTube video and it can be found in its entirety here as well as its entirety with the video on our YouTube channel, which can be found in the show notes. Thank you so much for being a part of our Behold community and I hope you enjoy this episode. series for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch and this is episode number 15. Everyone. Welcome to episode number 15. I am so grateful that you're here and I am so excited that we've made it this far. 15 episodes seems like a really big deal. So thank you so much for your support and for sticking with me through this. As you know, the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about relationships. We've been talking about our, um, our emotional maturity and that we are the one who chooses how we feel. We, choo- we get to choose how we feel because we know that our thoughts create our feelings And so we and we know that we get to choose our thoughts because we are not our thoughts. We are a complete package, body and soul. And so we are more of an observer of our thoughts. And as an observer of our thoughts, we can identify the thoughts that are making us feel in ways that we don't want to feel. And we can change those thoughts and feel a different way. And that's how we become an emotion, a more emotionally mature person. Last week, we talked about manuals. Okay, And manuals are the way that we relate with other people. It's that that book, that manual that we have for other people and how they should act. And interestingly, a lot of us don't share those manuals with others. So people have no idea what expectations we have of them. And then we are letting them not living up to our manuals control our feelings. And so we're completely giving away our own autonomy in how we feel when we are relying so heavily on our manuals to make us happy or unhappy. And so today we're going to get into the next part of this relationship series, and we are going to talk about boundaries, okay? But first we're going to start with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit, fill our hearts, help us to feel your calmness and your peace just wash over us. We all have busy lives, and we know that, that you're there through it all, through all of the busyness, but we also know that you are here in these moments of stillness and of quiet. And we ask you that to just help us to know your presence and to feel your presence throughout our day, and especially in this moment. I pray for all the women listening. I pray that this series can be a blessing to them, And that as we all learn to manage our minds, we can see more clearly the way that you love us. And through this process, help us to see other people more clearly. Help us to see what you love about them. And help us to be able to radiate your love to them. Help us to recognize that we get to decide. That's part of our free will. We get to decide how we show up. And we get to decide what we're going to think and feel about the circumstances that you put us in our our lives and about the people that you put in our lives. And that you call us to authentic relationship, that you made us the way you made us, and that you love us as we are, and you are calling us to relationship with others as that person you created us to be. We ask that all that we do to give glory to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, so boundaries. Boundaries are a topic that sometimes people get a little bit worked up about because we kind of have some misconceptions, I think, about boundaries. Some of us will say, I'm going to stand up for myself and set some boundaries, or, oh, I don't want to have any boundaries. I really just want to be open to everybody around me. But the truth is we all have boundaries, okay? And boundaries are something that we do to protect ourselves. It's just like what it sounds. We have boundaries in our homes and on our properties. We have walls, we have fences, we have property lines. We have these things in place in our physical lives that are boundaries. We also have them inside of us and it's okay to have boundaries in our relationships. But we need our boundaries to come from the right place. So. With a boundary, like I said before, some people are like, oh, I'm gonna stand up for myself and set some boundaries. I would argue that oftentimes in our regular everyday day-to-day relationships, it's not so much that we need to stand up for ourselves. It's that we just need to have a healthy relationship with other people. And part of our healthy relationship is to have a boundary. Now, when we're creating boundaries, we really wanna come from a place of love. Okay. A place of love for that relationship, a love of ourselves and a love for the other person. Now, previously, when we talked about manuals, manuals, we really use manuals to control others. Okay. It's our, it's our guidebook for them. It's a method of control. And some people will try to use boundaries as a method of control. Okay. I'm, you need to do this, or I'm not going to talk to you anymore. And they do it in more of an, an aggressive that comes from more of an aggressive or anger or you know more negative emotion place I'd like you to challenge you that when you create boundaries you create them from a place of love and compassion and understanding because when you start to develop your boundaries from that place a place of loving yourself boundaries become about protecting yourself protecting yourself from physical and emotional harm but also protecting yourself from um, not being authentic. You're protecting your authentic self, okay? You're being who God created you to be, and you're not pretending to be someone else when you have good and strong boundaries, okay? So I'm gonna give you some examples to kind of explain this in a little more detail. But first, whenever we're doing a boundary, we need to identify where we want that boundary to be that physical or emotional thing that is encroaching on our boundaries we need to identify that clearly okay and then we need to communicate what our boundary is to the other person in the relationship and we need to have a consequence to that boundary if that boundary is broken again and then we have to follow through on that consequence if that boundary is broken again because if we have these boundaries and we We've identified it. We've communicated to the other person. We've told them what that consequence is going to be. And then we don't follow through on that consequence. It's just an idle threat. And that boundary is going to continue to be broken time and time again. And we're going to become more and more upset and more frustrated and hurt and angry. Okay. Now I know that, that there are times when we are physically in danger, those boundaries need to be very crystal clear. Okay that no, no one, no one can hit me, no one could hurt me, like, those can be very crystal clear boundaries. And those are the times when we do say, we're not going, I'm not going to be in your life anymore, because you are hurting me. Okay? Because you are physically, emotionally hurting me in this way. I'm not going to be able to be in your life anymore. And that's okay. Okay? Those are, those are boundaries. But I'm going to talk today more about our every, our everyday situations that happen to us and um, that we we can set up boundaries for so the first example is let's say you go with some friends to a park and your kids and your guys are all playing the kids are playing at the park you're all together and the person you're with just starts swearing they start swearing a bunch you have a choice in that matter you can choose to say nothing okay you can choose to say, you can choose to just leave. You can choose to leave. You can choose to set up a boundary. Now, in this case, a lot of us say nothing. Okay. A lot of us will just be like in our heads. Oh, I really don't want my kids to hear swearing. I don't like when they hear these bad words. They're pretty little and they mimic things. I really don't want my kids saying bad words, but we also don't want to rock the boat. We have this friend here. We don't want to offend them. We don't want to hurt them. So we don't say anything. And when we don't say anything, we're not protecting ourselves. And remember, we're really trying to build that relationship, build that trust with ourselves. It's very hard to trust someone who won't protect you. Okay. Won't protect your kids. You don't want your kids hearing that. Well, then you need to protect your kids. Okay. And I know that this example isn't going to be universal for everyone. Some people, this isn't going to bother at all. And that is perfectly okay. I'm just needed to think of an example. So in this situation, you need to protect your kids, protect yourself. But if you chose not to, what's going through your head then? In your head, you're probably getting more and more upset. I can't believe that she's keeps swearing like this. Doesn't she realize my kids are little and that they'll mimic her? Don't Doesn't it matter to her about her kids? You know, we'll just start running these thoughts in our heads and we'll be getting more and more frustrated with her, okay? But on the outside, we're smiling and nodding and laughing. And she has no idea. She has no idea that we're upset. Okay? So she doesn't know the real us. We are not being authentic. We're not being authentic at all. Because she thinks that we're, we're okay with it. She thinks that that's fine with us. But that's not who we really are. Who we are is somebody who is does get a little upset about this. Or doesn't want her kids to hear about that. And that doesn't make us bad or wrong. It's just who we are and that's who she is. And it doesn't mean we love her any less, but we're not being authentic with her. She doesn't know that part of us because we aren't letting her know that part of us. Okay? So we have, like I said, we have choices to make. We can keep stewing about it in our heads and we're probably going to feel pretty crummy. Those thoughts are going to make us feel pretty crummy and they're going to make us feel pretty crummy about the situation They're going to make us feel pretty crummy about ourselves because we're like, oh, I should say something, but I'm not. They're going to make us feel pretty crummy about her because we're going to, our brain is going to tell us, look, you don't feel good when you're with her, but it's not her fault. Okay. She's just being herself. And then it's going to, um, and from those thoughts of feeling crummy about ourselves and about her, we're not going to invest in this relationship. So we have some choices and one of those choices is that we can choose to change our thoughts. We can say, we can make that choice and decide that, you know, I am okay with those words being said in front of my kids and I'm just gonna adjust my thoughts around it and I'm gonna feel okay about it. And I'm gonna have a conversation with my kids after we're done when we go to the park with, this, with these friends that, you know, there's just some words that we don't say in our family and every family has different rules for their families. We're not gonna say the words that they're saying. And if that's good and you feel really good about that, then that's great because then you're going to keep that relationship going because you've decided that it's just not something that's that important with you for you and that relationship is going to feel good and it's going to naturally grow. Okay. And you're being more authentic because you've made that decision that this does not bother you. Okay. And so you're not going to have all that swirling stuff in your head. Another option is to say, specifically say, you know, would you mind not swearing in front of my kids? I, they just mimic everything that people say, and, and I'd prefer they not say those words. And then you could say, And if, if you can't, I completely understand, but then we're going to get going. Okay? And you can do it from this place of calm and this place of love where they understand that this is important to you. They understand that this is about your, you know, raising your kids the way you want to raise your kids and that you still care about them okay you can say it in a very loving way you're not going to say it like oh my goodness i can't believe you're swearing quit swearing in front of my kids you're not going to do that that's when we're like oh i'm going to set a boundary and stand up for myself it's not coming from that place of love it's coming from that frustration okay so instead coming from a place of love you can say that and then you let it go you let it go up to them it's up to them then that person could continue to swear in front of your kids and then you have to take the step and say you know what? We're going to get going. Thank you so much for having us. We'll have to do this again another time. And you go. Okay. Or you don't do anything. And then you're going to start having those thoughts again because you were not, you didn't follow through on your boundary. Okay. You can love someone and have boundaries. You can love yourself and have boundaries. And I'd argue that those boundaries are going to make you more authentically you And they're going to help other people know you better because another thing about boundaries is they make you very vulnerable boundaries do make you vulnerable because the other person might think a thought about what you said they might think I can't believe she's telling me not to swear I don't this is ridiculous I'm leaving and they could they could get really upset when you say oh please don't swear in front of my kids they could get really upset and they could walk away when we have boundaries, we risk our relationships. Okay? And a lot of times things like this, they will blow over. You know, maybe they had a thought about it in the beginning and then they think about it later on and you guys can come back together. But when we have boundaries, we risk our relationships and we are very vulnerable because we are letting people think what they want to think about who we really are. And I think, especially as you know, Catholic Christian women, we very much want to please other people. We want other people to like us. We want them to be happy with us. We, we want them to feel encouraged. and we, All of these things are good things, but not if we're not being true to ourselves. And so a lot of us will just say the things that we think people will want us to hear and we'll stuff down those things that, that we're afraid people will walk away from us. It's that beach ball again. We're pushing those feelings down. We're ignoring them. We're not feeling our feelings. We're not thinking the thoughts that we need and we're not being our true self with our friends and family. And so when we're not coming from this place of authenticity, when we're just trying to say the next right thing to keep our friends there or the people around us there, we're lying. We're lying to them and we're lying to ourselves. And that's why we aren't feeling these good and close relationships. And that's why we're not feeling connected on a deep level to the other women in our lives. Because we're not, because we know on some level that they don't really love us. They love the version of us that we show them. And by having boundaries, we can show them a more authentic version. More of who God created us to be. And some people are going to love that authentic version of you and some people are not. That's okay. That's okay because who you are is not because what either of these people think of you, who you are is because of what God thinks of you and he created you in this wonderfully and beautiful way. And he wants you to be authentic to that. He didn't make a mistake. Your imperfections, are not a mistake. That is who he wants you to be. And sometimes your imperfections might offend other people, but it's not what they think about it. It's what you think about it. And you know, some people might have boundaries for you. You might be the one swearing at the park, who says they say to you, oh, if you're gonna keep cussing in front of my kids, we're gonna have to leave. And then you get to make a choice. You get to say, you know what? It's not that important to me that I that I cuss at the park. I'm going to stop so that they can stay. And then your friend is going to see the side of you that is going to be respectful of their boundaries. Or you're going to be like, well, I understand. I will do my best. And then whatever happens, happens. Okay. This is, this is how we need to approach relationships. Just a much more authentic version of ourselves. So I um, have another example for you. Um, let's say you have a friend and you are going to go to lunch with this friend and lunch is at noon you get there at noon and she doesn't show up and she doesn't show up and she doesn't show up and you haven't heard anything from her and now it is 12 45 and she shows up now by this point she's 45 minutes late and you're kind of steaming inside you're you're hearing the voices and you're you know you're hearing your thoughts in your head and they are telling you i can't believe she's so rude and she should have been on time now first of all look at that she should have been on time that is a manual issue right there When you hear should when it comes to your relationships it's usually a manual issue okay she should have been on time if she's not on time she's rude so in your manual it tells you your manual is telling you that when people don't show up on time they're rude but does your friend know that? Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she didn't realize that that upsets you. So that's something to communicate with her, okay? And then it's something you can set up a boundary with. So maybe the first time it doesn't bother you, and then maybe it happens again, and you're kind of like, oh, this is starting to bother me. And it's time to set up a manual, because you don't want that to harm your friendship, because a lot of times we let these things stew in our brain so much. We make them mean something that they don't really mean, like that they're doing it on purpose to upset us and and that they don't respect us or don't care about our time in the situation of the friend being late. And so we make it mean in our heads so much more than it actually means. And so then we can just set up a boundary instead. Or we can choose to change our thoughts. Okay? We can choose to change our thoughts about it and decide, you know what? It really doesn't bother me if she's late. I'm just going to bring a book with me and I'm going to know that she might be late. Or when I make plans with this friend to go to lunch, I'm gonna invite another friend too, that I know is gonna be on time and we're gonna visit until this other friend gets here. I don't need to set up a boundary. I don't need to say anything. I'm just gonna take care of myself and my thoughts so that I can be happy in this relationship. Or maybe you do need to set up a boundary. So when she calls again and says, hey, let's do lunch, you can say, I would love to do lunch. You are my, one of my favorite people to have lunch with. I would love that. But the last couple of times we've had lunch together, we said we were going to meet at noon and you haven't gotten there until about 12.45. Should we meet at 12.45 instead? And when she says, oh, no, 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 let's meet at noon. You can say, okay, I'm going to be there at noon, but I just have a lot going on right now. So if you're not there by 12.15, I'm going to leave. I'm going to order to-go food and I'm going to leave. Okay? And I won't be upset. I won't be upset at all. I just want you to know that I'm not going to stay past 12.15. And then when you go to lunch and she isn't there by 12.15, you actually do have to leave. Because when she shows up at 12.30 and you're still there, she's not going to think that your boundary really meant anything, okay? And then you're going to feel like she's walking all over you, but really she's not walking all over you because you haven't put those clear boundaries in place. You haven't made it clear to her because you haven't followed through to the consequences. And so you feel like you're being walked all over where she's just like, this is how our relationship is. Okay. So those are just a couple examples of how we can really set boundaries from love. And when we have those boundaries from a loving place, we can be more authentically ourselves with other people. Okay. But like I said, boundaries are not working against the other person. A boundary is for you to protect you. So that's why we really want them to come from a place of love, because it's coming to protect you, not to be against them. If you're going to a place where you're being against them, it's from a place of anger, resentment. That is not the kind of boundary that we're talking about. Okay? We're just talking about living that genuine and authentic life with each other, being vulnerable with other people, which is scary. It is scary to be vulnerable with other people. It can be really hard, because like we said, we risk that relationship. We risk what they will think of us. But remember, we have an audience of one. God is our audience. Okay. He wants you to be authentic to who you are. And he's going to put lots of amazing people in your lives, in your life. And those amazing people in your life, they are going to love you just as you are, and you are going to hear in them, you're going to hear compassion and you're going to hear conviction, just like you hear from Jesus. And he's going to put other people in your lives, too, that are going to help you to grow, but they might not grow help you to grow through that compassion and conviction. They might help you to grow because you set those boundaries. And because you're able to protect yourself, you're able to grow in trust for yourself, with yourself. Okay? And you're able to go closer to the Lord because you see that he wants you on that path. Okay. I guess the last thing I wanted to talk about with these boundaries is... Um, a lot of us, as, as women, especially women who are following the Lord, we so badly want to serve others. It's just, it's just part of who we are. We like to serve. And we are serving our families. We're serving our friends. We're serving our churches and schools. And we're serving at work. We're just It's just kind of our natural disposition is to serve. And so a lot of times people will ask us to do things, and we just say yes. We say yes without even thinking. Like maybe the school asks you to donate 500 cookies to the bake sale. Oh yes, of course I will donate 500 cookies to the bake sale. You don't always have to say yes. Sometimes you can establish a boundary without even making a big deal about it. You could say, oh yeah, the bake sale. You know, I'm not gonna be able to bake 500 cookies by then. But is there something else I could help help with? Could I help set up the tables beforehand? That's a lot more to my gifts. You can choose, you can know yourself and know your talents and know the way you best serve. And sometimes, sometimes we say, yes, sometimes we say, yes, I can bake those 500 cookies. And then you have that sinking feeling, that sinking feeling of, Oh no, what did I just get myself into? I can't do this. And you start to have all this mind drama around it. Then again, you have a choice. You can either choose to set up that boundary and say, you know, I said yes, but I shouldn't have said yes. Is there something else I can do instead? Or you can modify it. You can say, you know, I don't have time to bake 500 cookies by tomorrow, but I could go buy some cookies. Would that work? You know, you can work with the person or you can change your thoughts around it. And you can say, I am, in your head, you can think to yourself, I am so blessed that I have a working oven. I have the ingredients. I have the know-how and the ability that I can help my kids at school in this way, and I'm going to bake these 500 cookies, okay? You have the choice of how you feel about this. You can say yes and love your yes, and you can say no and love your no. That is in your power. Your feelings are in your power. Your thoughts will give you those feelings, and your thoughts are within your power. When we start to say yes when we mean yes and no when we mean no, we become more authentic. The people in our lives will notice it because they'll notice. Like if you have people that you always say yes to and you feel like they're walking all over you, it's usually because they don't know you. They don't know that it upsets you. They have no idea that you have all this other stuff going on because you're not bringing it to them. You're not showing them or telling them, you know, that's just too much for me right now. I'm not going to do that. And it's hard for us to say that. It's hard for us to admit that some things are too much for us. But God only calls us to a certain portion. And so many of us are biting off so much more. So that's why when we're walking with the Lord and we're asking him, what do you want me to do, God? What will give glory to you today? Maybe he's saying, I only want you to bake 250 cookies. You don't need to bake the full 500. Okay? And then it's communicating that. It's just being really open. It's being open to the people around us, being open of where our boundaries stand so that they can know us better. And yes, that can be painful and it can be scary, and we do risk relationships, but we also gain relationships because we gain so much more in the growth and we gain so much more in those relationships that we're open in, in those friendships and family mem- relationships with family where we are more vulnerable we get so much more out of it. It's the connections we've been longing for. And the more you do that, the more the people around you will do that. And we always think, we think that if, if we really show other people, if we say no to other people, we have this story in our head that we're not being as open to them. We're not being open because we should just be open to all the possibilities. When we're protecting ourselves the people around us see that as being more open they might not see it immediately when they really wanted you to bake 500 cookies but they will eventually kind of start to see yeah i know where she stands i know where she stands and like i said if you're okay baking the cookies bake the cookies don't say no just to say no love your yes and love your no and if you do feel like i don't really want to bake the cookies but i'm going to bake the cookies like i said just change your thoughts around it love your reason for your yes And then the people around you are going to notice that because you're going to be more of a joyful giver, more of a joyful servant, not a, oh, poor me, martyr mom again. You're going to love the way you're serving. Okay. And that all comes from good and healthy boundaries. And sometimes those boundaries have to be put in place, even with the people we're closest to, even with the people in our own house. Okay. Like we have to teach our kids boundaries. Sometimes, sometimes we need some, you know, It's summertime right now. The kids are home all the time for a lot of you. And you might need to say, okay, from the hours of one to three, our house is quiet. And you might need that. You might need that for your mental health. This is a quiet period of time. If you have little kids, maybe they take a nap during that time. Maybe you set up a movie during that time for them. Maybe they do puzzles or books, whatever it has to be. But you set that boundary and you say, or maybe if they're really little, maybe it's only 30 minutes. And maybe you say, okay, from one to one thirty, mom's gonna go in her room. I'm gonna lay down, I'm gonna read a book, whatever. But from one to one thirty, unless it's an emergency, we're not gonna talk during that time. You're going to stay in your room, I'm gonna stay in mine, and then after that, you're gonna feel so refreshed and you're gonna be such a better you're going to be a better mom, the more the mom that you want to be, because you're going to feel refreshed. You're going to have protected yourself. You're going to have taken that time to love yourself and protect yourself and have that boundary, that boundary of, okay, for 30 minutes, you're going to take care of yourself. And of course, when they're really little, you're going to have your door open. They're going to be in the next room. They're going, you're going to have plenty of stuff for them to to do and take care of. And you're going to have that time be a reasonable amount of time okay but you're going to have those boundaries in place and because of that you're going to be more open with them they're going to see more of the real you the real mom who needs a break in the middle of the afternoon and then as they grow up they're gonna realize that it's okay to take a break and someday when they're a mom they're gonna set that up with their kids and they're gonna be like it's okay for me to go take a 15-minute nap when my kids are situated doing this you know they're going to see that and they're going to live that life as well where they have strong and clear boundaries Okay. Okay. So I would love to hear what you're thinking about this. Jump onto the Facebook group, the the private Facebook group, and um, share with me about your boundaries and what you're thinking, and any questions that you might have. Because this might be kind of a new concept to some of you, and it might feel kind of like, oh, I'm not good at telling people this kind of thing. And I am right there with you. I that is not a. It's not something that comes naturally for me either, because I really want. The people around me, I'm a people pleaser. I want them to be happy, but there is nothing that I can do to make anyone else happy. They have to do that by controlling their thoughts, okay? And I can be a pleasant person to them, but at the same time, if I'm not being authentically who I am, I'm just lying to them, okay? So I need to be who I, who, who I really am. And generally, a lot of us are probably actually pleasant people, okay? We're, we're kind, that's who we are and that's wonderful. But we're not going to let people think that nothing ever bothers us. Okay. Or that we can do everything. Okay. We're going to be authentically who we really are. And once we start doing that, our whole life, all of our relationships are going to open up to us. If some of these concepts are kind of starting to feel a little tricky and you want to dive in deeper, I am a life coach and I would love to do coaching with you on our website you can learn a little bit more about that it's also we have an email list you can join the email list and jump in there um, or through the private Facebook group you can contact me and I would be more than happy to sit down with you and sit down with you via phone or um, on the computer and we could jump more dive more into these concepts on a curiosity call where you learn a little bit more about what life coaching is and what we do together but in the meantime I hope that you will love everyone around you and I hope that you'll be loving yourself and setting up these boundaries. And I guess that is one thing I forgot to talk about boundaries for yourself. You need to have boundaries for yourself too. You need to have things in place to protect yourself from yourself. And those are things like doing your mind work, working on your mindset, putting your thoughts so you can have the right, the thoughts, the feelings, the actions, results, so that you can handle the circumstances around you having those boundaries for yourself. Like, I have to take a walk every day or I, my body does not feel good. Like having a boundary for yourself is really important to you. Okay. Having those things for yourself so you can protect physically and emotionally protect yourself. Okay. All right. So let's go out and get those boundaries going. And once we do that, we will be able to live a life worthy of the call we have received. I'm Christy Horsch, thank you so much for joining me.